Double Dry Hopped Zen Garden New England India Pale Ale. I was like, let me. I was like, this one sounds interesting. The other one seemed like they were super bitter. Oh, there's a like, picture of Kevin Durant on here. That's cool. Holy Slim these Reaper. balloons. Slim Reaper. In clown shoes, because that's what he was wearing <laughs> in game seven. <laughs> Fucking clown shoes. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a special edition of the Saratobi Sports Podcast. How much can you take in general? Oh, a lot. Oh, trust me, a lot. And I take a lot for this pod. But we are here at Regrown Recording Studios on this Saturday afternoon special edition because we got a special shit, guest in the house, Reddit Mavs. Oh my goodness, this is this is great. But let me just do the introductions as I normally do. Yeah, yeah, we'll clap it up. We'll clap it up for a bit. We gotta clap it up. To my right, a man that needs some introduction, standing at a scintillating six foot one, Dijon Mustard himself, the guy in his God, John Mutu, everybody. Coming, coming, blessing you. Extra special this week. We got two episodes. All right. To my far right, a man that needs no introduction of his own. He walks with a cane, not because he has to, but because he needs to. The Deacon Demon time, Mr. Worldwide West. Because everywhere I go, I leave a worldwide mess. And I didn't mess it up this time. Yeah. Yeah. Take my, two. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then that's that's that. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Yo, how, how y'all feeling, everybody? You know, you took the bye week to get yourself right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The bye day. Yeah. The bye day. The yeah. bye day. Yeah. Bidet. Oh, boy. And yeah. to my far, far right. Speaking of bidet. Making even more of a semicircle. <laughs> the, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Me. The Saratobi <laughs> sound man himself. Speaking of cleaning your ass. <laughs> Greg Pasta, bitch. What How up? much do you think you can, you can get legend. paid to be a bidet? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> how much would how much would you need to be paid to be a bidet? Just give me a power washer. How much would someone have to pay you to be their bidet? Oh, oh, pay me? Oh, I could do that as a part-time job, so I only need like 50-something. 50K. Yeah. Oh, okay. You 50K. said 50 I was like, 50 no, bucks like, an hour? Bucks, 50 bucks a wash? Nah, like, nah, what's nah, good, nah, bro? I could, do, I could do that part-time. You can't like, power wash part-time. skin, by the way. So. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> you ever try? You go see. Okay, you go see some shit. Or just get the hose and just go like this on top of the hose. <laughs> just fucking put your never, thumb on. never buy a nozzle. Just, <laughs> just go like this. Uh, hose four feet long. Yeah, I'm about to say. Talk about pressure washing. <laughs> Are we done? Can I finish introducing oh Matt? Oh my god. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Introduce me. <laughs> now. The, like the, one the, of your French girls. <laughs> the gobblegool himself, Mr. Matt Barba. Spurs legend. Spurs legend. Yes. Greg Postovich. Forgot <laughs> his other one. You said that one already, though. No, I just said the Gabagool. Oh. <laughs> What's his other one, John? Greg Postovich. I said that. it. Thank oh. God I just said that shit. Good Lord. See, this is what Robert. happens when you inter- interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. And as I said earlier in the studio, First time in the studio. Yes, sir. Absolute yeah. best friend of the pod, Mr. Reddit Mavs, coming to you live. How's it going, man? Uh, pretty good. You know, I had pizza early with you guys. Yeah. Uh, had a couple drinks. 
you know, bullshitting for a little bit. Yes. Good time. Good time. Bullshitting for a lot of bit. It's a okay. Lot of it, you know, it's, yeah. it's okay. That's all, we, that's all we do, pretty much. If y'all don't know, what we do most of the time is bullshit and then record whatever little bit is actually uh, substance. And then that's that. Yeah. yeah. I commit all my brain power, the little bit that I have, to the pod. So, no. That's you going to say to the bullshit because I'll be like, then you're telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think most of the brain power goes to the bullshit? The little bit I have left for the pod. It goes to the Photoshop now. Oh yeah, the degenerate oh, Photoshop. Yeah, the Photoshop. I haven't actually, I haven't made anything on Photoshop in like four or five days, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of getting a little bit four rusty. Days clean. Four days clean. But my last, the last uh, thing I did on Photoshop was, uh, you know, that picture of uh, Squidward sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I made a Photoshop of like on like Monday night. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, Nets fans are going to sleep before like the home opener is like, and it was like a little. I put a, I have a Photoshop of an iPhone in there oh, with the scary hours went. thing. Yeah, we saw how that went, but we also saw how Friday night went. So it's okay. Uh, isn't it crazy how only one of us started out the season one and zero? Right. Mm. I'm gonna say at least I didn't get you know. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was garbage time points, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, what the overhit? I'm pretty sure. So yeah. it is what it is. You know what? We collect them on the guys. Oh safe. boy. Yeah, but like you said, we got we got our guy Ruben in here, the the sixth man of the Saratobi. Yeah, that's true. Podcast. Uh, he's a, I like he's that. Our, is, is he Roddy B? Yeah, he might be. Free Roddy B. Free Roddy B. Free Roddy B. I miss that, man. The way I used to yell it, not yell it, but like that was my guy in high school, bro. Motherfuckers would be like, who is that? Now I think about it, I guess he was really just offensive Frank Neal Aquino. <laughs> that's must be, yeah, that's actually tough. Both French, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was just <laughs> straight up offensive Frank Neal Aquino. That's all he was, bro. <laughs> Frank, I'm sure Frank clamped up at least one person in a game. <laughs> it wasn't Trey Young. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't Trey Young. <laughs> but, you know, that would that would imply he was playing the entire game to that point. Ah, he is. But, um, yeah. you know what, Roddy B dropped 40 in a game? Yep. Mass legend? Yep. Hey, look. He Nick. has a ring. Killed young stuff, like you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, the Knicks traded one French guy for another one. They upgraded. Yeah. You're and out, out goes Frank Nigalina, and uh, <laughs> in comes uh, Evan Fournier. 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 Cognac. Google him. <laughs> my boy, my boy Evan Cognac in the building. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he keep killing. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna name him Evan Henny. You heard? Uh-huh, yes, boy. sir. But you know it, and since we got Evan Corvassier, <laughs> Evan Corvassier, that that's it, Evan Corvassier, Evan Fournassier, oh, Fournassier. Wow, we just we just so creative on here. We are. We're we all right handed too. What? No, nah, actually, no. Are you We're left? Are you left? You're lefty. Right-handed. Oh, you lefty? No. Ruben's left handed. Oh, Ru- God like- damn! I hate left handed people. Damn! Oh, yeah, oh yeah, my god! Like- <laughs> Hey, is there a story behind this? Like, there's gotta be. On? There's gotta Who be some. You? Yeah, nah, really. yeah, a no. left-handed person clearly. <laughs> yes. Smacked him real hard with his left. He's just smacking close to his left hand. He just got a haircut. Yeah. No, I, I know he used it. to be his best friend. <laughs> you know what it was? Someone, someone hit him with the OG sham guy with the left hand. And he was like, "Nah, oh, fuck shit. that." <laughs> yeah, nigga, hearted. <laughs> pull, up some, pull up with some shit. Any nigga that's left-handed, I got beef with you. Except for you, Ruben. You're okay. cool. Yes, I do. Alright, we good. Every left-handed person shoots the same too, which is crazy. Like, like it's crazy because like Rondé Hollis Jefferson and James Harden did shoot the exact same way, but one of them goes in, <laughs> one, one of them goes in. It. <laughs> That's it. So fact. Yes. Oh boy, but you know what? We did we did some basketball earlier uh, in our last episode, so it's only right that since we have two Mavericks people on the pod right now, we get into some Mavericks talk. I know, unfortunately, dropped the uh, season opener, but hey, look. It's one game. Like I, I said that when the Nets lost to the Bucks. It's one game. Season that's over. Like, Magic Johnson. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> look, one game doesn't, like, look, look if, if, if the season was decided off of one game, you know, it is what it is. But, right. you know, 
Every time Dwight Howard has to be held back for something, it's just funny. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> like, look, I'm just saying, look, I, I, you cannot tell me that AD did not say, Bro, don't talk to me. I'm part of the 75 and you're not. That's for something. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, saying, like oh, even God. though Dwight definitely deserves it over AD. The 75. But, oh, we're going to get there. <laughs> we're going to get there. I think, uh, I, think, I think it's only right. So we're now, gonna get there. Now, now y'all have the floor. Y'all have you know, the floor. Yeah. The Mavs Twitter has the floor. <laughs> Y'all could talk about DFS. You could talk you about uh, Tim Hardaway. <laughs> sure, I mean, but the junior, do what y'all got to do, man. Oh, man. I don't know about the season, man. I just, I know it's After early. one game? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, even before, even before, no How no, drastic. No. Right? Even, oh, God. No, we tanking like, already. Yes. Talk about the no, antithesis of the Knicks. No, bro. Like, just like, just like, even before, like, with the hires and the guys you brought in, like, you know, like, clearly there's no identity yet. You know, like, it doesn't seem like... Because, like, Rick Carlos' system was, like, so, like, it was, like, super ingrained in all these dudes' brains, you know? So having to learn a whole new system, and my belief is that Jason Kidd is just, he's the, uh, like, the, he's, not, he's, not, he's like, the figurehead, you know? He's not the one making the calls, like. Who do you think is making the calls? Igor, bro. Oh, the, for, I'm okay with that. Yeah, for offense, yeah, for offense, but, like. I thought you were going to say Mark. I was going to be like, no, nah, Jerry fucking Jones. Uh, <laughs> kind of reminds me of uh, Steve Nash back last year with, uh, you know, because he wasn't making no decisions. Yeah, bro. Yeah, That was, that was all Dan Tony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, okay, obviously you brought in Igor because that's Luca's old coach. Like, makes mm -hmm. sense. Like, you know, I saw in preseason there are running sets that he would use for the Team Slovenia. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, fuck yeah. Let's, you know, let's mm -hmm. see how this works. Um, I don't think the rotations are, I mean, obviously it's very early. You know, the rotations aren't where they should be. Like, Dorian Finn Smith should not be starting. Like, I love the man. Come on, it has to be Reggie. Reggie Bullock. It has to be him. I think Dorian had a better season than Reggie. Nick's legend, Reggie Bullock. It is really, dude, you know what's funny? Because I actually checked his Twitter account. Everybody fucking loves him, dude. Like, yeah, I think that would I be a small like, well, ball, if anything, too. Depending I on I think I like depending Reggie. on matchups, you can put them both. You know, and like have put Dorian at the four, depending yeah. on how it goes. I mean, I think it, I think we'll be okay, but I'm just like, man, like just that and I, and I know like I think what sucks is because it was a like national game. Our yeah. first game, it was against a team that we traded, you know, traded, you know, helped get mm -hmm. Luca, and obviously they got Trey Young, which both those the guys fairest had fairest trade in NBA history. Seriously, and both those guys had fucking shitty games, like mm -hmm. by their standards, you know, right. like like I think Trey Young was like like six for sixteen from the field, and I was like, bro, like what the fuck? Like Luca was like five from twenty, some shit like that, bro. Like I don't know. I think we'll be okay, you know. Uh, again, still super early, so. Um, it just sucked that it was on national TV, and obviously we get clowned on whenever we yeah. lose national TV, you know? Especially to the Hawks. Yeah, it's um, the Hawks. Well, I was not expecting you to come in here, so damn negative Nancy. <laughs> um, we I'm got clapped. Okay. But again, it's a long season. I personally think it's, uh, and this is something that we've had to deal with a lot as Mavs fans, because we did have really good offensive sets and got good looks, but it was one of those nights where I feel like we, I feel like we got good shots, they just weren't falling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that, like, I'm okay with that during certain regular season games and especially early on in the season because at least we know that like all right at least something is working that we're yeah. able to get good looks mm -hmm. and they'll fall like it you know eventually yeah. they will fall so that that's a good start um i don't mind dorian starting i think it's really gonna be matchup based i don't think uh i was thinking somewhere i i've it might have been what we were recording i just don't think it's gonna be a set starting lineup honestly i think it's gonna be very matchup based because i feel like sometimes moses brown should start Obviously, they did the whole thing, uh, the tweet that was like, Jason Kidd asked the players who should start at the five, and everyone said like Dwight Powell. Dwight. Yeah. Man, fuck Dwight Powell. Like, he's cool, but he should just be your energy big off the bench. Yeah, like, I just don't see guy, a reason. Yeah. You're talking about people who shouldn't start. 
Yeah, Dwight Powell. Yeah. Um, again, I like Porzingis at the um, the four, the four, but I personally would rather have Moses starting. Um, obviously, it's we're gonna see what we got with him because Dwight's fine, but like, eh, I do think Reggie Bullock should get more minutes. Yeah, I could see that small ball lineup working of um him and Dorian at the yeah. same time, just spacing and then just let the two of them create. But showing that they're actually like my my big thing was. The effort I got from Luca and Porzingis on the defensive end. Um, I did like that. Yeah. yeah, like Luca was actually playing hard defense, even against Trey, and it was good. Like even JT acknowledged it uh, during the recording. But uh, Porzingis was playing hard in games the whole way, and obviously it's game one, so it's early, like with anything. But you just hope like that intensity keeps up, um, and and shots will fall. Like we'll be okay. Like tonight should be a tune-up game, uh, get right game against the Raptors. And Hopefully, tell Goran, come here, bro. Yeah, whatever. Like, Hopefully, it's a get right game. And I don't know. I, I'm excited. I my thing is, I, re, I really feel like the the Mavericks are like the Ravens, and just we didn't make any big flashes, but the team should be better because we're getting better, and we have players that we're continuing to develop and have can like developed yeah. every year. So I don't know. It's just one of those that let's hope for the best. I would say if you ask me in a month and half yeah, of the games it, look like that, then I'm worried. Yeah. But you just came in here off rip. Like, you know what? Fuck it. Burn it all down. It's been on my mind. <laughs> nah, I think we'll be okay, though. Like, in yeah. the long run. Like, it'll be fine. Like, Luca's not going to ha- shoot that poorly every day. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. What's the name of the DeAndre Hunter just had him fucking hell. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's fine. So. Also, we don't, you know, you know, Luca's been lifting, but we don't know how good his cardio is. So. Yeah, exactly. So. That was also one of the people that I had in the trade for uh, Dinwiddie, Dwight Powell. Bro, I would have. Oh, the, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Dorian Finney-Smith uh, yeah. thing. It would, I, I, like, looking back, I, I definitely think there needed to have been a third team. There would have had to have been yeah, a third team. Yeah, for the money. For the but, but Dwight would be a good fit for the Nets. Yeah. I, bro, like, I, I know he would. <laughs> I, I, like, we needed a, a 3-and-D guy, you know. Well, just by yourself. I'm just saying, we need a three and D guy. Needed, needed, needed size up front because it sucks that Nick Claxton in the first two games has looked absolutely abysmal. Well, which hey, is he very just got sad. Aldridge back. So, Lamarcus Aldridge, let's get it. Spurs legend, Trailblazers legend, basically the father of Joel Embiid. Um, wow. Yeah, <laughs> look, I'm just saying. Look, Lamarcus had 23 and five. Embiid only had 19 and eight. Just saying. Hey, look, look. Lamarcus don't even. Lamarcus heart barely even working. I'm just saying. Oh my god. Just saying. Oh my god. And the Knicks are beating Philly on Tuesday. You heard? It's a fact. Let's get it. Knicks going three and zero. Simmons, the Sixers. Four and zero. That'll be. We play. We um. We play uh, Orlando tomorrow, which is like. Oh, bro, oh you got a soft a, start. Wait, oh, you, you, you play Orlando back to back? Back to back home and home. Oh, that's yeah. bull crap. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. We literally. That sucks. Who, who the fuck? Who the fuck wrote that schedule? I don't know. I don't know who did that. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like Nets have like I think like in a stretch of like the next like week and a half Michael like the Jordan Hornets, the Pistons, the Rockets. Like like we have bullshit coming in. I think the Raptors too, like coming in for the for this. Hey home man, stand, the Hornets might if y'all if y'all don't play it seriously, the Hornets might catch up. Yeah. If y'all, I'm not saying. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh definitely, Lamelo's looking. Lamelo's looking good. You know that team. It, they they play hard. You know PJ's they, playing with a lot of anger. Yep. I mean he has to. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, that is oof. That is a whole. We, we did we talk about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we did. did. We did. Right. But yeah. No. Miles th- was upset at first before the rest of the story came out. Wow. Before, before. <laughs> <laughs> Let's disclaim. I remember the original reaction was, "Why the fuck is she with him?" Well, yes. yeah, no. Then we, then we, uh, the the whole story. Came Big out. Robert vibes, but you know, Oof. Um, <laughs> look. But anyway, I digress. But yeah, no. Piper R and B. Yes, 
He's a Pied Piper of Instagram, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Be a new AKA from us, the Pied Piper of Saratobi. Oof. Wow. Yikes. Uh, I, I, <laughs> think, I think we're going to have to leave the R, the R. Kelly pseudonyms on the table. We're just Actually, to... that'll be Matt's, one of Matt's, because he, he, you know, he has a sounder, right? That's Pied like, Piper of Saratobi. I don't know if that's going to fly, but... Let's see. All right. So, like, so how do you guys think you guys are? Uh, how do you guys think the Mavs fare in the West? I mean, I know it's early, we, but we've seen the Lakers are going to have. It's going to take some time for Lakers to figure it out. Uh, clearly, um, you know the Nuggets pretty much retaining, like bringing back their same Everybody, roster. Yeah. You know, except Jamal Murray will come back. Uh, you see what the Suns are doing. They basically brought everybody back. You know, the DeAndre Ayton situation aside, they still look like yeah. a team that's going to be there. So how how do the Mavs stack up in the Western Conference this season? Got them at like a four or five. Yeah, I got an actual four. one. Same, we, same as last year. Yeah, because we, we would have been a we would have yeah. been a four if we didn't have COVID. Like a definitive yeah. four. Yeah, if COVID didn't destroy us. So I got us up there. Um, it's really just as long as motherfuckers stay healthy, man. Yeah, I got them at four. Yeah, I got them at four. Like because one of the things like with the Jason Kidd signing is like um, checking out preseason stuff and all that. It's he's not really changing the offense. There's not really much of a need to change the offense. The offense worked. It wasn't the offense that was really our issue. It was more so like it was too one dimensional. He's just kind of adding more aggressive things for Porzingis and letting him create a bit more. Yeah. So that and I feel like it's just better overall. It's going to create a lot more looks for everyone. And then hopefully he gets our defense better, and he at least has motherfuckers trying. Yeah. Like when we recorded uh, Ruben's podcast, it was right after um, the last preseason game. We're obviously you know we're playing against the Bucks, but we didn't have most of our starters, and it's preseason. And the only like I think the only person who sat was like what Giannis? If he, no, no, Giannis, no, Giannis played. played. Giannis it was, played. It was, I think Chris Milton was. Yeah, one. Chris Milton was. One yeah. So when we came back in that game with Jalen Brunson as our starting, leader. Starting yeah. Leader. yeah. <laughs> So it, it just shows that there is fight in the rest of the, in the team. So you know yeah. it's a good time. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna ask. I was gonna. I know you guys brought a kid. You know, as, as someone who is a fan of a team that had Jason Kidd, you know, as their head coach. What like <laughs> initial thoughts on the signing? And you know, have they changed since then? And do you think that it will work out as well or as bad as some people think it will? I'm curious to see what you think about this, Ruben. So. The whole Jason Kidd stuff, man, like, you know, uh, when it comes to, you know, the stuff that happened in his past and things like that, um, you know, I believe that everybody has time, you know, can can rehab from that, you know, stuff like that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, does he still deserve have, like, an NBA job? You know, who's to say? Like, I wasn't one making those choices. Right. For me, it would have been Jamal Mosley would have been the choice, Mm -hmm. like, from the jump. Like, that would have been the dude. Yeah. Clearly, now he's in Orlando with a young team. Good for him. Like, he's unlocked Mobamba. Mobamba looks like a fucking monster now. So great for them. You Literally know? does. Oh. Um, <laughs> Speaking of people with bad yeah. pasts. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. wait. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Wes? <laughs> I don't know. I think, like, again, like I said earlier, like, you know, Jason Kidd's more of a figurehead at this point. You know, he's not, mm. he's not, he's the one making the fun decisions, yes, but he has, you know, a bunch of, like, really talented assistant coaches you know on team like we got jerry dudley who is like just like the you know and everybody in the nba loves him like mm-hmm. as a player as a person so chrissy tolliver you know a winner you know you know winning the WWE championships stuff like that like it's great um igor as you mentioned yeah igor obviously like, still got sham god yeah sham god still there thank god god damn but uh talk about people who unlocked he unlocked seth curry yeah yep. yeah he was yeah you know so I, you know I, I feel like he's more figurehead um you know and obviously like 
the successes will like when they if they if they come when they come will be on him. The 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 losses will also be on him. You know, like at the end of the day, he's kind of like the guy who will take all the blame no matter what. Like never happens. So, um, again, so early. You know, so I guess we'll just kind of see like how it goes. Like, ask me in, like two months. You know mm. how I still feel. You know, and the thing is, I don't think his leash is very long. Like, you mm. know, like clearly Igor is there just in case. It's like he's like mm. in case things happen, he mm. could you know jump in as like the guy basically running the offense. If for some reason we let go, Jason Kidd. True, but probably won't happen yet. One, but yeah, I, I feel better about it than I did when it initially happened. Just kind of like as they built the rest of the staff, being like, all right he's going to be in more of a delegation mode than actually yeah, like trying the, to coach yeah, the whole right. team. And also just like, I feel like he's handling everything pretty well, honestly, better yeah. than I expected him to. So I do think there's growth there. And then he did play a role in that Lakers team. So, and if it's one of those things where it's like, all right, LeBron, you know, LeBron tr- seems to trust them, mm-hmm. which usually ends up being a good sign. Cause the coaches who LeBron didn't fuck with, you see. Yeah. You know what happens. Yeah. 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 Literally. Um, <laughs> Literally. So that's a good sign. I'm, I don't know. Like, it's one of those things, like, I feel like it's going to be like Steve Kerr, and you guys definitely know how I feel about Steve Kerr, and I don't really think he's a good coach, Mm -hmm. because as far as I'm concerned, all he does is talk to the motherfuckers and drop out of bounce plays. So, but in this situation, Jason Kidd just does that, and we're successful. I'm perfectly fine with that. It's just that we had such a hands-on, controlling everything sort of coach Mm -hmm. for a long time. But it's like, there's nothing wrong with systems like that as long as they work, and then as long as we remember that it's not really... Jason, I mean, shit, look at the Cowboys. Mike McCarthy's not the one dude coaching. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he wants to be Doc Rivers. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's not doing that shit. So that's the best way I can look at yeah. it. And that's kind of right. what I was thinking about, too, just like, you know, um, yeah, it's kind of like almost like how the like the NFL runs where it's like you have like the head coach, yeah, but then you have like the offensive coordinator, defense mm-hmm. coordinator, like special teams guy. Like, yeah. you know, like that's, that's how I feel like how this team with this, like their coaching staff is ran you know like mm-hmm. you know again he's the one who's be delegating like hey you do this you do this you do this bring it all together you know and if it works awesome great. yeah great yeah then i have no issues with it as long as it works yeah um so i gotta be out in like 10 minutes yeah. so y'all know what i really want to talk about yes uh, what does john really want to talk about i want to talk about this damn top 75 players <laughs> of all time specifically <laughs> One player. Oh boy. <laughs> oh lord. Who is go. on this top seventy-five list? Oh, this guy. There's a lot of things going on with this list and a lot of reactions to it. Like AD probably did deal that shit at Dwight, and Dwight was probably extra testy because of it, especially when he's sitting there and Mello's on it as well. <laughs> right. I th- I I don't mind Mello being on it though. But I you know that those are, that was a comparison if you weren't on NBA Twitter for a long time of just who's had a better career mm-hmm. and accolades wise. It's kind of obvious. But, you know, Melo did it on the Knicks, so no one wanted to come to the Knicks. So, culture-wise. Now, with that, one Paul Pierce (laughs) has made this list. Mm -hmm. And can anyone give me a reason why? Uh, The only reason I could honestly give you is that he is probably one of the The top top 25 players of the last 25 years. No, 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 no. no, no. I didn't let him finish that. Honest, the only reason I can think of would probably be because he is one of the all-time Celtic players. That's literally it. That's all I got for you. Like, because, you know, you think of the all-time Celtic players, you would think, all right, you know, Bird, Russell. Paul is up there only because of longevity, longevity and yeah. things like that. Because, 
Look, I, I and got a ring with them. And, yeah, like yeah. growing up as a Nets fan, like I I've seen just about the entirety of Paul Pierce's career. Paul Pierce didn't do anything up until, until they, they got, got squad? the big three. Like even like his the peak of of Paul Pierce was that Eastern Conference Finals against the Nets in two thousand two, I believe. And that's when he had like you know Antoine Walker and everything yeah. like that. But after that, the Celtics were marred in like just midness yeah. up him, until they got well, KG and him and my know. favorite coach in the league, the midness that is Doc Rivers. Mm-hmm. Um, it the just anti-John. it just doesn't make sense. Like it it doesn't make sense. And you're talking about all right, players in Celtics history. I don't give a shit if even if you want to be like ESPN did the list and what was it ninety six they did it ninety six like if ESPN did the fifty list and this isn't ESPN doing it, CNBA doing it. That's fine. Those fifty players from there shouldn't change, honestly. Unless we like yeah. we spoke about the pre-merger people, uh, yeah. motherfucking milkmen and all that shit. Wow. But like, I can't sit here and say Paul Pierce is one of the twenty-five best players of the past twenty-five years. If we're just taking that whole list, which they did, and adding another twenty-five, we're talking about like, bro, Dwight and Dwight Howard's career was marred by controversy and other shit like that. But like, still, like, like the point you brought up, Ben Wallace. Um, uh, Rodman was on the list, right? Robert. Ro- Robin, Rodman. Rodman was on the list. Yes. Okay, good. It's like people like that, and then I don't give a shit about him being, he's just known for being a Celtic. He's, all right, he was the best player in the Celtics when they had no team, and when they got a team, he was not the best player in the Celtics. He got that one ring. He was not the best player on that team. Um, what is, like... No, we did this. We did this on our Paul Pierce sex episode. <laughs> Nigga, because I, I pulled up the numbers. I wasn't going I'm sorry, to disagree. Sorry, just antsy because yeah. I'm very upset. Yeah. I know. And I but this is no, this is just straight up bullshit, honestly, because you have players that deserve to be on that list who someone like Paul Pierce, whose headlines are mostly from shitting himself and from saying dumb shit after his career and Draymond making fun of him, thinking he wasn't gonna get a fucking retirement tour. Like you're not gonna sit here and tell me that Paul Pierce should be on the list of the starting group. Okay, so not here's like, a, here's a, here's the thing with the with the list, and I I understand like why you're angry, but I think it's misguided anger because it's not really to me about Paul Pierce being on the list, and this is what I've been telling people for mad long, just in terms of how we rank players or how the NBA ranks players when it comes to these pre-merger niggas. We, we like take them all out. I still don't put Paul Pierce. Bro, hey, see, then you're just bugging. Then at that point, but what that's a, that's not really what, what I'm here to talk about. I'm here to talk about the list in itself. It doesn't make sense why there's 30 niggas that played before 1984 that's on this list. Like I get it in terms of all right, these niggas won rings. These niggas had stats at the time, but with the way that basketball has evolved, even just from 1996 to now. Like you want to go from before 1984, you're gonna sit here and tell me that um, Nate Thurman is is be- is supposed to be on this list and Dwight Howard isn't. You're gonna sit here and tell. You're literally gonna sit here and tell me that Dolph Shays deserves to be on this list more than Ben Wallace. Exactly. Like like, I, and I just don't understand it because you can say what you want about these dudes being on teams that won, dudes like being revolutionary to the game of basketball, which I understand, but. Don't nobody know who the fuck what Wes Unsell is, bro. Like whoa, 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 no, 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 come on, Wes yeah. Unsell is, bro. No, you got it, you got to no. get Wes Unsell. Come bro. on, he was the guy that basically was the reason why we have got dudes like Kevin Love and everybody else that can throw out big men that can throw outlet passes, bro. Bro, come on, bro. Like, I think I, there's a lot of better examples than Wes Unsled. You could do Dolph Shays. Yeah, that's Billy Cunningham. What do you got? The Busher. Greer. The Busher. Dave the Busher. No, you better not, not talk about Nick's legend, Dave the Busher. <laughs> you better he, relax. What he do? 
What did he do? He won a ring. Let's look up. Nah, I somebody, look somebody, said his, someone said his name was Dave DeBussy. <laughs> I said, I lost it. <laughs> it smells like Badussy in here. Dave, <laughs> Bing, Dave Bing, Dave Cow was Paul. It, like, the, like the list just goes on and on and on. And mind you, I didn't watch basketball in that time. So Dolph rip- Shays? Dolph Shays. Like what? A nigga named Dolph. 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 If your name is not Young before the Dolph, I'm not trying to hear anything about you, my brother. I'm not. Respectfully, disrespectfully. Respectfully, though. Like, no, like I think that they Fuck, got. You're really looking up his stats. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Dave DeBusher averaged 16 points, 11 yeah. rebounds, three assists in his career. Oh really? Damn, that's, that's crazy. Not bad. Hey, get these pre, get these pre-merger niggas out of here, right? Yeah. Right. He played for 11 years. Boo. Like even Bill Walton, who was like he's a Celtics legend, of course. But you look no, at no, he's a Trailblazers legend. Bill Walton was a bucket. He, he, he was a problem. Did, his issue was health. Bill put up numbers. Did he really? Yes. Go, go yeah. to the stats. Bro. No, no. Bill, like on name. that Trailblazers team, like yeah. he was easily yeah. a top three center in the league for like a little bit. It was just because he top. had the. I'm just saying he, he just so, had injuries. This is what I'm saying though. It's like it's so relative with these niggas, bro. Like four seasons on the Celtics. Uh, his first year is whatever. Second year, 16 and 13. Third year, 18 and 14. Fourth year, 18 and 13. And four assists, four assists, four assists, five assists. I mean, you figure Along that's... with um, that year, he was 18 and 14, almost 15. He averaged three blocks. That's pretty on par with like yeah. Dwight Howard's peak because Dwight Howard, I mean, you figure he only averaged maybe three more points. Yeah. But the rebounding and the blocks are all similar. Dude, total and rebounding champion, block champion, two-time NBA champ, two-time All-NBA, two-time All-Defensive, Finals MVP, MVP, and six-man, and was a two-time All-Star. Yeah, Bill Walton deserves to be yeah, like, Come on. <laughs> come on. You ain't yeah, no Bill right now. I know, I know he's, he dresses with like you know the, the tie-dye shirts now. You goofy now. motherfucker. Yeah, but, but he was a hippie, bro. I'm taking Dwight before. He was, niggas, bro. he was smacked and was doing all that shit. Like, I won't take... I would like, take, respectfully to what John was saying, I would take Dwight Howard before I put Paul Pierce, but I'll put Paul Pierce ahead of some of these niggas, bro. Respectfully. I put it over to whoever the fuck Dolph is. Dolph. I still don't put yeah, him Dolph, on the damn yeah, list. Dolph. Bill Sharman? Bro, I'll somebody, find you other so, fucking players. Bob, Bob Pettit was from decent. From 1984. Bob Pettit was... was, was That'll be better was, was than Paul Pierce. Tiny Nate Archibald. Tiny Nate Archibald. Oh, did, yeah. did Nate Archibald even make the list? Yeah. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at the list right now. Hal Greer. Shit, Walt Frazier being on this list is jokes. Pat <laughs> Ewing? What? No, let me stop. Yeah, let me stop. <laughs> 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 no, Just I mean, like, like, I think if, if you look at snubs, right? Like, all right, here was, I think, the biggest debate that I saw outside of Dwight Howard, right? It was, well, it was Clay, and then there was also Dane like Clay. on the list. So, like, I know I've had, I had this debate earlier, like, literally earlier in the day with some people in my group chat. It was, like, Dame or Kyrie. And, like, I think it's, it, to me, it's, honestly, it's a, it's a coin flip between, like, those two. I think they're, nobody is, neither, you can make arguments for both of them. Mm-hmm. But Kyrie's resume is a lot better than, Dames, yeah, yeah. But and his efficiency is better than Dames. The only thing Dame really does better than Kyrie is shoot shots, but he shoots from like forty feet out. That's the only thing he does better. Yeah, but you, you know? also you also have it so like okay. like uh, oh yeah. I was just gonna say my my thing about that is we spoke about it a little bit before of just Kyrie um not being in a position to be the leader on his team, and that's yeah. not necessarily his he fault. had he had two years to yeah. do that. Um, my other thing is. We've repeatedly spoke about, even before Kyrie came to the Nets, about how pure scorers can't lead teams. Dame averages six-plus assists almost every year and was a first-team All-NBA. I don't know how many All-NBAs Kyrie has. I imagine he has uh, a couple. He has a couple. Um, right, I believe three or four. First teams? 
For, not first teams. Uh, definitely I don't think no, no, not, not first team. I know he has teams. all NBAs, but uh, I but, think it's like three all NBAs total. Yeah, but Dean I don't has think six. Six, six first teams. He has six no. all NBAs. He has total. one. Uh, he has one first team. It was a one year. And I remember people crazy. was upset, and I'm like, y'all just don't pay like attention. Like this, like this first team and second team really matter in the grand scheme of things, or I, I think first team matters. The other two, I don't. I think it's just as long as you're an All NBA. But I think being first team All NBA matters. I mean, it matters more than the other two. But being yeah. first team, but be, being All NBA is important. Exactly. Like, I think. We, yeah, I think, I think like in the grand scheme of things, like All NBA is yeah. like you know. Plus, he was yeah. doing this like, during Steph Curry's peak as well. So I feel like that goes into the other recognition because mm. another thing, like last year, why is Steph? Like I brought up the thing, why is Steph Curry in that? Um, the three for fucking uh, MVP, the top three for MVP, and Dame's not when. Steph Curry didn't even make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. If there was no plan, he wouldn't like. It's it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I think like um, he did everything. Yeah, that's great, but like he was dragging the team. Like, but I guess I mean you figure right. If Steph is not on that team, okay. That team but how many times do you go into like, the team is, needs to win once again? No, I, I, no, no, I get it's, it. It's the MVP argument. You yeah. can't. Every, it's, it's hard. It's hard to do it. You can't. The, like the only nigga that has won, that that in recent history that has won below a four seed is Russ, and that's because he averaged a triple double yeah. for the first time in however many fucking years. Yeah. yeah, but also like my thing is like you can't have T Mac on the list and not have Damian Lillard at that point. Well, that and yeah. that I understand because you think about niggas yeah, but, that was yeah, and yeah. I, I feel like you can say that um, T Mac was probably one of the best uh, top twenty five for the past twenty five years, or maybe top thirty, but it's like. His thing was, I, I didn't think he was going to be honest simply because his peak wasn't that long. Right. I think as Damon has consistent success since his rookie year, does all the things, so I understand it. And the, the we talk about it all the time, it's fucking accolades, not his fault. Team yeah. game. The fuck is not really been put in a position to succeed. Yeah, well. So, but other, but the thing is, others have done it. Who? I don't understand. Other point guards or other just players? I'm just like. You're saying like his team hasn't been put in, who's a, been, in a position. Who's done it? Who's been put in a position like Dame outside of Dirk Nowitzki? Like I said, who's done it? Others have done it. One person Dirk. did it. It's okay though. And how long did it take Dirk? Doesn't matter. Dirk still did it. No, it does matter. Dirk and, did it. And he was a big man too. It's so it's tough when you're when you're uh, like not. This is not a knock on Dame, but he's a small dude, bro. Small dudes can't do it by themselves. Aaron Allen Iverson did his best impression. But and then he, look, but look how far AI got. AI yeah. at least got you to a. And I get it. I get it. It was the East. I get it. It was no. Easy. That's not even what I, where but, I was going with it. it. It's just a matter that he he got there. Yes, he got there, but he didn't seal the deal. Like it, it doesn't make a difference whether you got there or not, because what niggas is gonna remember is if you so, if you mm-hmm. seal the deal or not. Yeah, but my thing is, if he had an MVP, then we wouldn't have this conversation. I think there was definitely arguments that could have been made for him having an MVP, barring the fucking legendary season people like Steph Curry had, and even so, he should have been in discussions like at least closer to him and had votes and shit like that. On that note, I gotta go though. Mm-hmm. And there were three. Then there yeah. were three. But anyhow. But yeah, no, I think here's the thing, man. This yes. list, for a lot of reasons, and like I get it, like a lot of a lot of the younger generation, damn, I wish John was still here because I was gonna talk about the Giannis thing that we were talking about before. Mm. Um the problem is, is that you're <laughs> like, all right, John, no. <laughs> from the road, even though you just left. Right. <laughs> um the problem with this list is that like I just I, I firmly believe that the younger generation is just very misrepresented. And I get it because there's a lot of dudes that's active. You're only going to put a certain amount of active players on this list. But it's just dragged the amount of, like, older dudes that, that are on here. Not a disrespect to them. But you put these dudes up against a lot of the dudes that's playing now, minus the Jordans, the Birds, the the Magics, like those dudes. Um, and it's just OD, like... 
who who honestly in this generation knows what Dave Bing's impact on the NBA was? Like for real, like it's like it's a, it's a real life. But, that, but I think that's the thing, right? Because they do have it. Don't you know? You know what it'd be like? It'd almost be like kind of like how like all right, like you know, bring it like almost like like if you talk about like protests in like the eighties and the nineties, yeah. like you have the people, you know, the older generation from like the thirties, the forties, the fifties mm-hmm. that were out there pounding the pavement, you know, doing all the protests and things like that. Like yeah. they paved the way for you to be successful or you to have the opportunity to do whatever you do. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's where I think like it comes to like, when you have, when you talk about the guys on this list from like the black and white TV era and like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously there's, you know, there's a disconnect between like how the game was played in the fifties and how it is now. People are just, you know, bigger, stronger, faster. Like that's just natural human evolution. Mm-hmm. But I think if you take them away, you take away the history of the NBA. And this is the NBA 75th anniversary. So you can't erase and I totally understand like these niggas would not hold a candle to people nowadays, but that's just because evolution has made people bigger, faster, stronger yeah. nowadays. But you can't take away the history, I think. I think it'd be a good job if the NBA taught people about the history because outside of maybe like three or four of these names i'm not familiar like like dolph i have no idea who he is i just know he's he plays on the celtics but i have no idea what he gave to the nba to make him on the list but this is my point it's like and i hate to do like part the participation trophy thing but if i'm the nba you have to realize like look the game before 1984 and the game after 1984 are two completely different versions of basketball. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not like the NFL where, like, all right, you know what? They just started passing the ball more. That, <laughs> was, that was an option that was always available to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, before, 19, before 1984, there wasn't a three-point line. There wasn't, you know, dudes that were six foot eleven stretching the floor to do, you know, some of the things that they're doing on yeah. the floor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, that's my whole point is that especially— if you look, if you look across sports, like we're talking about, if, if we go to MLB, we're gonna rank the hundred best MLB players. Okay, fine. Like you're gonna have the the old niggas from whatever, but most of the niggas in the in in that list are gonna be the dudes that have these long standing records. You know what I'm saying? And it just to me, it just doesn't make any sense. Like we're sitting here talk, debating whether or not Melo is a top seventy five player all time when he's a top ten scoring person of all time. Yeah. So what is really what is really the conversation to the, like? That's what I don't understand. Like, yeah, now these dudes have played longer. These dudes have been in the league for a long standing of time. But that just strengthens strengthens that argument to me. If we're gonna do this right, then you have to be like, look, you know what? We're gonna have a list for pre-merger niggas. We're gonna have a list for post-merger niggas. To me, like I just I think that's fair. I think it's I think it's fair to have you know the context of having all right. The game has changed, like you know pre three point line yeah era and and post three point line era. I mean, even just look at how much the game has changed from two thousand twenty one to two thousand eleven. Yes, right. Like they weren't shooting this many threes ten years ago. They were just ten years ago. They weren't even like. Five or six years ago, they yeah. weren't shooting this many threes. You have right. teams averaging 43-point attempts a game. But this is the difference, though. The difference between 10 years ago and now is that the three-point line was still available mm-hmm. to them to use. It's just the- It just took a nigga like Stephen Curry to be <laughs> like, oh, y'all niggas don't want to shoot these threes? Oh, I'm going to be the best three-point shooter of all yeah. time. And it's crazy because like you have the outliers throughout history that were using three-point line. Like You have your Reggie Millers, your Cal yeah. Corbers, your Drazen your, Petroviches. Your Larry Birds. You know, your Pajan Stoyakovich. That, that were just three-point specialists, but everybody just thought of, oh, there's just some guy that can shoot but we're just still going to dump the ball into the post and and do post-ups for 14 seconds of the shot clock, you <laughs> yeah. know? But, no, I, I, it's it it, it's going to be a debate that's going to be around for a, a while. while. There's, a there's a lot of 
there are quite a few, like, like, uh, what do you call it? Tony Parker. Like you look Manny at Tony Ginobili, Parker's yeah. and Manny Ginobili's resumes in terms of basketball. I mean, Manny Ginobili has the, like the Euro, like you think of the Euro, it was because of Manu Ginobili, right? The ultimate, the ultimate six man, Tony Parker. I personally don't like him, but you can't deny what he did on the basketball court. I mean, when you talk yeah. about the era of like 2000, like 2010, yeah. what the, the, what the three best guards at the time were in no particular order, Jason Kidd, Tony Parker and Steve Nash. Yeah. Right. And then you have, you know, AI. But AI, you talk about yeah. true point guards, like floor generals, yeah. it was J. Kid Nash yeah. and, and Parker. Yep. Then you had CP3 come a little bit later. So <laughs> Deron Williams, too, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, but Deron wasn't really a floor yeah, general. He, he was, was a scoring. For, he's, I'm just about fucking with you yeah. because of no, 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 that. No. That's the only reason why I said but Deron. Was, and then Deron, you saw how the league changed where, like, a point yes. guard went from floor general to you have to score. Like, score. point mm-hmm. guards now, you kind of want your point guard to average at least. 18, 19, 20 points a game. And and be able to shoot. And be able to shoot and be able to facilitate, yeah. you know? So, yeah, the league has changed so much. It's hard to, like, really just put everything in a vacuum. I get why they put the old people there, and I also get why they shouldn't have the old people there. It's, okay. you know. Yeah. If you can, if, if you could put one player, like, if we, if there was just like, all right, we're going to add one more player. Dwight Howard. Dwight? It's, it's Dwight. like, cause, because Dwight Howard at his peak for five straight years was the best center in the league. Like he, he just was. Yep. And he carried a yeah. team when you don't see that in the league now, even like even back then, you don't see a center carry a team to the finals. He carried the team to the finals. And he also beat, got past LeBron James, who was arguably the greatest player in history. At least of our generation, he's yeah. the greatest player. Oh, but yeah, for sure. So, you know, you compare what Dwight was and I see what John is saying, like Paul Pierce doesn't deserve it. Like, Dwight Howard definitely deserves it over Paul Pierce because at no point was Paul Pierce ever the best small forward I in the NBA. That. I acknowledge Dwight that. Howard for four or five straight years was, was the, the best, best center mm-hmm. in the NBA. So, yeah. you know, it it is what it is. I don't know if you guys saw the list of like 88 people that voted. Yeah. Um, so but, this, this, is what we, this is what we were talking. So the other day, disclaimer, we were recording uh, like our football section and then somehow like the list came about. And we we got into a very large debate because John felt like there was somebody that was on there that shouldn't have been there, and I was just like, "Wait a second, they definitely should have been on, been on there," because you you can continue now. Oh yeah, so the list included immediate people and players, right? Former and pr- and current. I think there were only like maybe four current four current players, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, among them was Steph Curry, and they also had Giannis Antetokounmpo, and. John made John was making the argument that Giannis shouldn't be there, right? Yes. Yeah. And I was uh, for a more, as opposed, like for a more veteran person. And I saw the argument. You know, I, I definitely kind of, you know, I saw like, all right, you know, Giannis is twenty five years old. You know, even though you know he probably grew up watching basketball and like you know watching the greats and thing like that. Like, how much does he know about like the history of it? So I get that, but it also is good to have a fresh perspective, especially somebody who has who's as accomplished as yeah. Giannis. You know, so young in his career. And my whole my whole thing about it is because I was saying I was like Giannis absolutely deserves to be on that committee. Why? Because who under thirty in the league would you want that's there outside of Giannis that is as accomplished as Giannis, a two time defensive player of the no one time defensive player of the year, two time MVP, one time Finals MVP has a ring obviously. Yeah. Like who like. If we're talking about dudes that are under 30, there's literally nobody in the league that's that accomplished. Everybody else that's that accomplished would be the Hardens, the KDs, the Stephs, the Westbrooks, the LeBrons, all over 30. Yeah. Yep. That's true. So, yeah. 
Like I, I, I can see the argument where it's like you don't don't have any current players. I could see that argument. Yeah, you yeah, know, to exactly. keep it to keep it as almost as fair, fair as, as possible. possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're gonna have players, I mean, look, you could have worse players <laughs> making those decisions. It was interesting that like guys like LeBron, KD, Harden, Westbrook mm-hmm. weren't among the ones chosen to like kind of chosen. Like, and it's, you got to ask, like, all right, was it probably because they just declined or they, they just you know it, just yeah. don't yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying so. But you know, it's like seeing see, seeing Dirk on the list, right? Like I know, like it, you know, and he's like the he he is Mister Maverick, right? And that's kind of yeah. like was it kind of the same? Like I felt that way with J when, when I saw Jason Kidd because mm-hmm. I was like that that was the guy. Like I grew up emulated my whole basketball life up until like twelfth grade around Jason Kidd because yeah. he was the net. Yeah, yeah. Like so, what was that feeling like? Like obviously because you knew Dirk was a lock for it, but yeah, like what was yeah. that feeling like? Finally, like seeing like his name, I was you like, know there. I was like, great, but also like, I, I do like that they didn't do the whole like ranking them by numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, I I would love to see like what that list actually would look. They're like. They're going to do that. Yeah, there's that. There's I want I want all them black and white TV <laughs> people at the bottom sixty five. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, it was really cool, man. Like just like okay, like obviously like, you know, one of the greatest heroes of all, uh, probably is the greatest hero of all time. You know, one of the great international players. You know, it's like him and Akeem are like the two that are just like. Everybody, you know, everybody fucking loves them. Mm-hmm. And they're just they're two of the greats. You know, like, was part of that revolution of spacing out the floor as a big man. You know, just like, what, was he ranked, like, what, in seven or eight on the all-time scoring list? Like, mm-hmm. it was awesome kind of seeing that. And it's like another accolade on added on to his already super impressive, you know, progressive, you know, uh, career. So, um, yeah, it was cool, man. Like, I'm again, like, that was a guy that I did try to emulate. Like, I, I, I used to practice those, like, this uh you know the not the step back the uh the fadeaway fadeaway shot mm-hmm. every like you know how like people like kid, like kids kids even now they'll do the Kobe thing you know where they yeah uh, I yeah. would do Dirk I would literally like, go back and like try to like just fade away and stuff like that he was like oh no now you know what, but, but it, I hear you yeah. was <laughs> it's it's crazy because like you see like not just kids but, like actual NBA players I think to me the best guy that emulates that kind of like. I'm talking like big men. Like I know Luca. Yeah. Luca kind of yeah. does that very well. But I think big men. I think Joel Embiid does it very, does very it well. Very well. Yeah. yeah. You know, like he he Joel's definitely that has down. that. He He's does. Down. I was like, oh shit. Like yeah. you know, I've seen Jokic do it a, a few times. Yoke, but I think Yoke, I think got that thing, my boy. Oh yeah. You work. You but I think Embiid has definitely emulated like yeah, that, that Dirk. That you know, mid range. You know, yeah, baseline yeah. fade. But you know, that that's I think that's what kind of goes into it too. Like in terms like the NBA seventy five was like you have superstars that emulate people pre- on that pre- list yeah, and like yeah. you see like all right everybody kind of like tried to emulate jordan at one point and then it was the younger generation emulates kobe because yeah. kobe was emulating jordan mm-hmm. and you know like nobody can emulate lebron because i mean it's just that's, that's a freak of nature athlete like freak, yeah. you know but there's other guys you can picture game after like like a jason kidd or a steve nash you know yeah. somebody like that you know who's modeling their game after paul pierce i'm just saying I know you can't model your game after like Dwight Howard or like you know Pat Ewing, but Wait. like who modeling their game after Paul Pierce? Now let me ask you something. <laughs> now, now Justin, we played basketball together a lot. Yes. We played a lot of basketball together. Yes. How many times did I go into Pearson McGonagall and I was just like shooting a jump shot and I was like Paul Pierce? You. Know- I thought you were doing that ironically. Yeah. I was, but, <laughs> but he was when, that thing, when that thing goes splash, that thing goes splash. Hey, look, uh, I can't, I can't knock the hustle. I'm I just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, listen, regardless, 
like obviously we all knock Paul Pierce a little bit on this chat, but you know He's still it, a great player. <laughs> He's like, still a great player. It, it's it's like if you have a finals MVP, like our, obviously the, the finals have been going on for 75 years, right? So yeah. not everybody that's a finals MVP is, you know, included on this list. But you can't sit here and tell me that, what, even though John was going to say he wasn't the best person on the team. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, cool. He still was on the Celtics team that went to a lot of went to a lot of playoffs. He has scored over 20,000 points. And if you, by that margin and winning a finals MVP, should put you in the top 50, top 75 alone. See, and that's why, and that's where the disconnect comes, I guess, with me and Dame on the list. Because the only thing keeping Paul Pierce from being a Dame is the finals and the finals MVP. But that's a huge deal. No, I, no, 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 no. no. Yeah. I, that's, that's, what, that's what I'm saying, right? So, like, that's why it's like when you have, like, the Dame conversation, it's like, all right, well, Dame hasn't really done anything. Yes, all... Seven uh, seven time All NBA right yeah multi uh, multi time uh, All Star right yeah outside of that all right yeah he takes the play he takes the Blazers to the to the second round or the first round every single year but doesn't do anything and then his best chance to get to the finals was when they went to the East, the Western Conference Finals they were up what in two of those first three games they were up double digits in the second half on the Warriors and collapsed yeah. No, no, it's not. It's not all on Dame. Dame can only do so much. Yes. But at the same time, if that was like LeBron or KD, we are killing them for that, right? Yeah, of course. And I think that's yeah. where like the whole difference between like, all right, you talk about like superstars and like megastars mm-hmm. happen, and that's where the disconnect comes from. It, but I, I, I don't it, know. It's interesting because I feel like a lot of people are upset that, and I'm definitely in the minority. My maybe no, the my, the majority of people that feels like. I think Clay Thompson does not deserve to be in the top 75. Not that he's not a top 75 talent. You want to talk about who is, you know, one of the premier talents in the NBA. Like, Clay Thompson's talent is ridiculous. But in terms of him not being on a team by himself ever, that has to be counted against you. And it's not his fault. But when you're constantly a number two and outside of outside of that not leading a team by yourself anywhere it's part of the reason that's why Reggie is on the list cuz you want to look at the stats side by side they both their stats are almost identical yeah. Reggie Miller and um and Klay Thompson but well, I for, mean Reggie had to battle freaking MJ for what how many years in the east then he had to battle the Knicks for how many years the Magic for how many years i mean and yeah. even so it's just like he did all of that and he still made it to the finals Yes. In like what was that year? A seventeen, eighteen, something like that. It yeah, was way late in his career. Way late. Yep. So, nah, I I get why why Clay would be mad. I I get it because you know he is going to go down as one of the greatest shooters of our all time in our generation. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, like we don't know if if Clay could do this, do this, have the same production on a different team. He or is by a, himself. Or, like that's yeah. that yeah. that that's more or less what it is. It's like Reggie Miller, like. You want to talk about some of the coldest players of all time? Reggie Miller was doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? And this is like 90s bias aside because I'm tired of people coming for me saying, oh, you favor all the old players, you favor all of this, you favor Jordan. It's not even that. It's just it's just you got to just look at what it is. Klay Thompson is the Robin to Steph Curry, and he always has been and he will continue to be until he's on a team by himself. And then you, you figure you'll have people say like, oh, well, Scottie Pippen's on the list and he was a Robin. But Scottie Pippen did you know, do things without MJ. And then even even when he left the Bulls and went to the Blazers, they still got to the Western Conference Finals and yeah. just happened to run into Shaq and Kobe. And that's and that's that on that. You know what I'm saying? Literally, Scottie Pippen without Michael Jordan went to two conference finals. Still. 
what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Like, and it has been, and people want to talk about Clay Thompson being one of the best 3 and D players of all time. All right, cool. He has one defensive team. One defensive team. And all he did, now I know he's been hurt, and I'm not taking anything away from his defensive credibility because he can definitely play defense. But if you're on this, this is the thing. The league always favors winning teams. If you're on this winning-ass team all of these fucking years and you have one defensive player of the year to show for it, I don't know. I don't know if it says that you're underrated not or that you can't play defense, but I don't know. They know more about this shit than me. I don't get paid for this shit. They do. <laughs> all right. I, I got it. All right. I got it. It's like to take away from players, right? If you had an NBA 75 list it, and it included players, coaches, owners, GMs, et cetera, et cetera, right? Ruben, would Mark Cuban make that list? Yeah. Yeah. As an owner, yeah. He didn't make it because he'd, he'd just like he just he's added so much like random stuff to like he's changed like kind of like the when he first came in like to the league as an owner, like he was the, you know, like the guy. Like mm-hmm. he was like the cool guy, like really cool guy. Like would, you know, you, you know, put PlayStation 2s into everybody's locker room, mm-hmm. like, you know, like had like, you know, Change the facilities, like update the facilities to like the world class, like world class things, stuff like that. So yeah. I feel like he would, you know. Um, I mean, again, my, my relationship with, with Cuban is weird just because, like, <laughs> it's weird because he follows me on Twitter and I'm like, bro, like, you're like a multi <laughs> you know, bro. Like, can I get some tickets or what? <laughs> no, but like, it's just weird because it's like, it's like, as he's gotten older, it's like, hey, man, like, you probably need to like just uh, not, don't Jerry Jones this, like, mm-hmm. just like, leave like you don't know, leave but like just like yeah stop being on like try, stop trying to like change things like let let your gm do what they need to do let the coach do what they need to do like don't and don't hassle the players you know like in the middle of games like just like bro like this isn't 2000 anymore dude like yeah dirk's not like in the second year anymore bro like we have like a you know i love dirk but we have like luca who is just like he's the guy you know like he's the guy on our team so but yeah, I think I think overall, I think yeah, Cuban would end up being on that list. Yeah, like I always think of like the like the personalities among you know the NBA. You know, you have your Mark Cubans. You know, uh, Steve Ballmer, I think, is a guy that he's, could. Yeah. I think he's a guy that could like. You look years down the road, he could be be one of those like GM like owners. Or just like, oh yeah, like yeah. he's he's a memorable owner. Got to win though. He has no. Yeah. He, has, he has to win though. Yeah. And I asked what Mark Cuban's done. Mark Cuban has the ring. You know, literally. So it had. Too, uh, because he was the owner uh for the Heat Finals too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, he's yeah. he's seen his team go to multiple. Oh yeah, finals. no, no, no. Mark Cuban, so. I I feel like you're talking about in terms of just owners in in itself. Like he's at least one of the like, may probably like one of the top five, top ten most memorable owners that we know. Yeah, not necessarily infamous because you want to include yeah. fucking James Dolan on there. I mean, shit, we all know who James Dolan is. He just fucking sucks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's, it's rough. James Dolan. Hey, it's okay. I got I got an owner that does some shady business dealings in China. Yeah, so, he so. Does. <laughs> yeah, he that Alibaba does. money, but you yeah. know <laughs> Definitely. Hey, um, that them checks still clear for KD, so it's all good. <laughs> the Lakers owners. Uh the buses. The buses, yeah. The buses, the buses yeah. would yeah. be in there. Definitely. GD um, busted down. I'm sorry. Oof. That was disrespectful. Oof. I'm sorry. Yeesh. I'm sorry, it's not my Yeesh. fault. It's the it's the IPA that, that John made me drink. Oh yeah, <laughs> niggas start feeling a little unused. <laughs> but um, who else be on that list? Um, for owners, for owners, I'm trying to think. Cause like own like ownership, I think is better when 
you don't know them in in certain yeah. respects, yeah, right? Yeah, like that it's is, better when you don't is, that is know true. the ownership. Like you asked me, you know, obviously before, like the timber, you know, now that A Rod's the owner, yeah, you asked me before, and who owned. Who was the, the Timberwolves owner? I'd have no idea, yeah. right? Who owns the Blazers? I have no idea. A lot of these things are family, yeah, you know, like, generational yeah. type things. So it's like, all right, but you have the out there owners, like the Mark Cubans, like the Steve Ballmers, that are doing it because they love, and that's what I, I that's what I really love about Mark Cuban, yeah. you know, yeah. or I've like, you know, really admired is that he loves the game of basketball. He loves the Mavericks. Whereas a lot of owners just see this as a bi- business. another business, that's, you know, that's venture. It, that's so, it. So, um, what was I gonna say? Jerry Krause as general manager. I I mean oh, he's got to yeah. be as yeah. got to be he's got to be you know there yeah. for the for the good and the bad. But he's up he he's he's up there. If yeah. you were talking like an NBA seventy five, like yeah, including everybody. like yeah, everybody. everybody. <laughs> you know, Pat Riley I think is yeah. someone as well yep. because yeah. he would go in as coach and you general know part man. of the front yeah. office. Coach, yeah, on, yeah, 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 crazy. Man. So. I've, other coaches that would probably be in there. I don't. I see you. You bring coaches into this. I feel like if this is just the default of how the league is. It's gonna take a lot of the younger dudes out. Like a lot of yeah. like. I think you could like. I'm surprised they didn't do. I'm obviously I get like 75 players, whatever. But I'm surprised they didn't do anything for like you know for office. like. Well, even just coaches. Like you talk about front office. I I I guess I really kind of sometimes don't include like head coaches as part of the front office only because like Dude. sometimes there's the disconnect you know between like the owners do this the coaches do this yeah like, you know, and like I, I like I like kind of put the GM more in like near like the if I had to like do like the Venn diagram like the GM is more on like the owner side yeah. than like the coaches um, only because the GM answers directly to the owner but yeah no I, I think that'd be a pretty interesting like, I'm surprised the WNBA didn't have or like there wasn't like a partnership of that like that I'd, I'd, I'd honestly Nah, love that because they know because they know where where it's coming from. Because it, and plus it's like I don't want to say it disrespectful, but it's like it's to a point where we had like the NBA existing for seventy five years and like us making a list including WNBA players. Yeah, it's respectful, but at the same time, it's oh no, like, I'm not saying like WNBA and NBA seventy five like together. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like the WNBA having like their their own. Their own list of seventy five. Uh, no, not seventy five. I mean, like, I don't think oh, you like, could get oh, seventy five. Like not to say that you couldn't get no, seventy five, no. but I think yeah, twenty five. Yeah, because they because it's their twenty fifth anniversary uh, season. Yeah, you know the NBA. It, uh, I don't know. I mean, I see what you're saying, but I I, I was I would I wouldn't wasn't wasn't necessarily surprised by that. Yeah. Not that they couldn't get get players. No, they definitely, they, of course, they definitely of course, could. Of course, they could. But you have a lot of like younger players i think obviously because you know some of the best women's players never got a chance to play in the wnba but i mean this generation of wnba players is phenomenal i mean mm-hmm. what do you call it really good talent it's like yeah. even in even in dallas was it arike, arike plays arike, on dallas yeah. bro arike mm-hmm. got honestly got arike got the best handles in all the wnba yeah, no, she's, bro, she's fucking, a fucking tough monster dude yeah no. i was gonna say like what's the what's the uh relationship between like mavs twitter and and wings wnba twitter been like has it been like good has it been like kind of pushback like I what's mean, that like, been like there's no like real WNBA like there's no like wings twitter presence really, damn like mm. that's tough you know it's kind of weird because like oh like everybody's like and on my account like i'll be like hey like good thing with the, you know i'm watching the wings blah blah and there's always like two or three guys who are always like oh like mm-hmm. like 
would be better watching like you know folding laundry. Yeah, and it's like bro, like shut the fuck up. Yeah, like I, I, like, I just I, like dude, they're doing their own stuff, bro. Like you know, like clearly, like you're upset because you why does it upset you that women are playing basketball yeah, so bro, much? Like, like, hey, mm. like let people enjoy what they want to enjoy. You know like, exactly. There really isn't any. I haven't seen. There's a couple of Twitter like, wings accounts that follow me back, and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, mm. You know, and they exclusively just watch the wings, and I'm or like WNBA, and I'm like, that's cool as shit. You know, like it's good that everybody can kind of find their niche now. Yeah, whether it be like WNBA, NBA, or even like like my fiance, she loves the big three. <laughs> like ah yes, she yeah, loves big, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's entertaining yeah. man. Three hundred three, yeah. big park vibes. Yeah, I'm saying Joe, Joe Johnson, big three legend. You yes, already know. Sir. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know, yes, man. Sir. Yeah, no, no, I I, I get it. I mean, I I see like just because I've been like run like the net republic account yeah. like they we've been doing a lot of stuff with the liberty yeah and i noticed like there aren't like i guess subgroups of like wmba i think it's just wmba twitter in general as, as a collective as a gen- as a- it isn't like you know big enough yet where you have like liberty twitter and and sun's twitter yeah, and all that. or yeah. and, like mercury twitter and like storm twitter like but i think it's like because i think it's so much of like the collaborative of just like growing the brand and just yeah. like, all right, we're here, respect us, things like that, which I do like. You know, I I, 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 I like that. Respect the WNBA. Yeah. There are some hoopers. Yeah. And Justin, they will, Justin, they Justin, will Justin show love. Justin said, yeah, I'm about to they say, will, don't, like, so please don't think it's sweet out here. Y'all. Like, don't please know. don't make the mistake <laughs> of thinking that, yo, oh, Liz Cambridge, oh yeah, she's big, but I could, I could, I could handle her. You can't. Nah, bro. bro I promise no. you. You can't. Even Arike, Arike yeah, was five, like, not eight, if nah, that? no, but her handles is something different, bro. Yeah, bro Even fucking Bria Hartley, who is on fucking Phoenix's bench, bro, she'll cook you, bro. Yeah, don't even. Yeah, like, she'll 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 cook you, bro. Like, I guess I get it. Brittany Griner said she could do what she did in the NBA. I, I get I, it. All right, like, she she got right. a lot a little bit. Okay, but <laughs> she might have booked to y'all regular folk. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, she, yeah. she she giving you thirty yes. and fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Like she she would literally pull up to your favorite park, <laughs> get picked up, she will and dunk your on best all. Player. <laughs> And she will sh- she won't shoot from the perimeter, but she'll dunk on you, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, basically, my biggest takeaways: NFL, uh, NBA, seventy five. Yo, get younger nigga, niggas on the panel. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's to me, I think more important because this, you know, as they say, you know, our children are the future. So get some young niggas on this shit. Oh, I definitely have to ask you a question: Is there one reporter, or is there any reporters that Mavs Twitter is absolutely a hundred percent against? Mavs reporters or, or just, just any anybody. any reporters in general? Oh. Like, is there like any like basketball writers or reporters that just like every time they tweet they they tweet an article or any say anything about your team, you're just like fuck Pretty that sure. guy. No. Uh, <laughs> he's, trying he's trying to think of, of who it is. I'm trying, to think of, I'm trying to think if it's anybody. Not, not really, man. Like you know, interesting. Like, we actually like it's almost like we self cannibalize like our own. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> which, like sometimes like, we, like you'll see like a Brad Townsend will tweet something and everybody's like, yo, what the fuck? You know, or like <laughs> or like uh, Chuck Cooperstein who is like the the radio voice. Yeah. He had a very controversial take uh, like a year ago about how gymnastics and like figure skating aren't sports. Oh. oh. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, what? Like what the f-? like it just went into like this whole thing and like half of mass Twitter like blocked him and it was like, bro, like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, Damn. Like it's absolutely a sport, man. They like, give anybody a fucking platform. God like, damn! It's like it actually is a sport, dude. Like y'all, fuck you? y'all could pay. Y'all can, could, can y'all you could, do it? <laughs> if you can't do it, I don't yeah. know. You can't be. Yeah, bro. Niggas could pay me to say bullshit. That's that's it. And they just giving out that cash for you. Yeah. But uh, he also did tweet at me. Uh, All lives matter. Like five years ago. Oh, so, oh what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was oh. like, damn. <laughs> Welp. 
Like, well, yeah. I had respect for you, but not anymore. But <laughs> now it's yeah. a little, uh, yeah. yeah, you just started it. Yeah. yeah. I, I only ask because, like, I know on Nets Twitter, they absolutely despise Nets Daily. I don't know if you're familiar with yeah. the, I, it's I, like, So it's, I like, the, basically, like, the biggest, like... Like, fan-sided? Not, 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 I get, I mean, because it's, it's a fan-sided, like, it's oh, backed fan-sided. by fan-sided. So, like, okay. they have, like, actual people reporting on the Nets. Okay. But, like, the person that runs it, the guy named Bob, he's like eighty Bob. something years old. No shit, what the bro. Fuck? And he like he just gets absolutely r- toasted by Nets Twitter because they just don't like him. It's not even like he's like this like old like suck in the mud like all lives matter type person because yeah. he's a progressive guy. Yeah. But also at the same time, Nets fans hate every take he has. Like it's just oh my gosh. It's I, I, I am blocked by the Hornets fan sided account. Really? Yes. Really? What'd you do? What'd you three do? Years ago, I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> I, I'd black out when I tweet. But it's like, <laughs> Damn. Like, yeah. no, but like, <laughs> do you I, have I, a problem? I, I, think, I think we had just beat them in a game and it's like mm. and he was like in my mentions talking about like the, the account was in my mentions talking about some shit. Oh, oh he's and in your like, mentions. Oh, come on. He's in like, your oh, mentions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, come on, man. Like, shut the fuck up. You know what? I just yeah, yeah. back to him and I, next thing I know like, I'm blocked and I'm like, oh shit, okay, cool. Is there, do you come across people that like you're surprised that you're blocked? Like, like, so me, for me, like, I'm not blocked by a lot of people, even though for some, I don't know why people get it as a, think it's a badge of honor to be blocked by people. I don't know why. I don't like being blocked because I like seeing information, but I got blocked by uh, Scoop B. No shit. And I have no idea why, (laughs) because I've never, ever tweeted (laughs) at him before. I think I quoted one of his tweets like once. I think it was like maybe a year or two ago, and it was like a very like, it was a bad, it, like, it was a horrible take on, I think, either Kyrie Irving or James Harden, yeah. right? Like, just absolutely, like, tone deaf. I think I quoted it, but, like, once. One, that was it. Never added him, never anything like that. I randomly went to go look at a tweet, and it said I was blocked. I'm like, what did I do? Like, Justin's like, damn, these niggas are sensitive. Big facts. It, yeah. is, it is interesting to be like, hey, like, there's these random accounts that will have me blocked, and I'm like, what the fuck did I say? Bro? I don't even know you. Did I, did I did I not say like oh did I not say Luca's good enough? Like, like, like what the fuck did I do, bro? Like yo, he's like, basically my pops. Like come on, what more can I do? Like what the fuck? Yeah, it's weird, man. Because I've seen like this random accounts are people who like write for other websites, like mm-hmm. write for like Mavs websites, and I'm like, bro, like if you didn't block me, I would have shared like your article, and it would yeah. you know would it would have reached a bigger, bigger audience, bro. Like I don't know why, like you don't block me. If you don't like, if you're like, I feel like you shouldn't block me if you're like a anywhere near the media. Yeah. Like, me, like you should probably follow me actually and just be like, hey, subtle like, flex, but okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Man said, listen, I'm not trying to tell y'all I'm that nigga, but I trying to tell you to do my do I'm your really job, that nigga but, though. You know what I'm saying like you might want to, you know. But. Yeah, it is. Tell me everything I need to know. <laughs> no, but I think that I think it is important for media to understand like. They haven't like media has an important job. Like you are the voice between the team and the players and the fans, yeah. right? But then you also have, which is a good thing about Twitter, one of the rare good things about Twitter. You have like these accounts, such as your account, and like other you know big fan accounts that aren't just stan accounts, but they just interact with people. They bring the community together. Yeah. Yeah. You can rally around an account like that. You got to make friends with them because mm-hmm. the. When you're in the good graces of like a big account such as a Reddit Mavs, you know, it, it just it makes your job a little bit easier. It does. Especially on Twitter when, you know, yes, your job is to report, but also when you give your takes, people aren't just gonna automatically spam your mentions with uh L plus ratio, ratio plus, plus ratio. Luca better. <laughs> <laughs>
Not plus ratio. That is the funniest thing that's come. I honestly, that's one of the funnier things that's come out of Twitter in the last like <laughs> the two years. This shit's so fucking. I hate it. Dude. I, it's it's like, stupid as hell. But it's, I've, I've said it one time to somebody, and it got like fucking like 150 like fucking. Yeah. I was like, bitch, why the fuck are y'all fucking enabling this? Don't do this to me. Like, I I, I think the uh, the best is when like they ratio somebody with, but but it's like they use like uh, La Fraud. Yeah, La Fraud, La, <laughs> La Mickey, like La Mi- La, oh La Mickey is hilarious. <laughs> The Mickey ring and all that shit, bro. bro I saw the first time I ever saw Durkant, I was on That's the floor so good, l- dying. Oh, Jesus, bro. so good. <laughs> James Frauden. Oh, like, oh shit. Nah, Luca, Luca had a, what was his? They had a Luca one? Yeah, I was like, oh, oh my God, what the fuck was it? It was after the Clipper series, obviously. But oh. It was like, I forgot what it was. Something was fraud in it, and I was like, "That's that's really fucking clever, you assholes." There, there like, are some this, clever people yeah, if they if they just use their powers for, for good. good. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like, we could fucking solve world. You know, we could solve world hunger, bro. But no. This is what I say <laughs> about people that use Photoshop for uh, and certain anime things. It's like they just like use you. their powers for evil. I'm just saying it's not evil to me. <laughs> I'm just saying it's evil to other people. But if they could use their powers for good, harum. Exactly, harum. God. But. Ah. Mm. Uh, but I think um, that I think that, that that about puts a bow on the the special. I don't even know what this is called. Is this our Halloween special? Halloween special? This is just our whatever special. Our uh, what is this? Our double dry hopped Zen Garden special. Oh my god! There you go. That is it. You know, John left like what? How long did John leave? Like, god damn! John- oh, half hour ago. Yeah, half That's hour, not bad. Yeah. But you know, we've just been shooting the shit. Uh, but this has been fun. Yeah, man. Ah, uh, man. I wish this could happen like. Every week, <laughs> right? If I could come over, fucking flying every. Fucking we're just gonna, we're just gonna. That's what we're gonna do, right? We're gonna, we're gonna all go in together, and we're gonna get Ruben a. Uh, uh, what do you call it? An apartment. It's an apartment, right? <laughs> but it's yeah. like a two month lease in like the summer or something like that, <laughs> like a summer home. So like summer you know, home. just for the summer, he's on the pod, and then you know. And then every, any anytime he wants to come back, you know, he just crashed at somebody's house. Not mine because I live forty five minutes away. Yeah, no. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> they got like annual passes for planes right. and flights. Basically, yeah. yeah. Like six flags, you know. Yeah, like just, <laughs> just go as many times as you want. Basically, we're gonna figure out a way for the Mavericks to pay for him pay to fly for out. <laughs> Whenever the Nets or Knicks are playing them. Like, okay. Look, we got yeah. hey, look, the Nets play the Mavs in March, I believe, in uh at Barclays. Yeah. Hold actually, up. actually it's it's called the uh the Clays now, according to Kevin Durant. It's the, the Clays, Clays now. Fuck Not Clays. Barclays, it's the Clays Wait, now. They play in March. Uh, I want to see like. If it's spring break, bro, I could probably actually come out here. I want to say it's March around the fourteenth, but I could be oh, wrong. That is spring break time, though. Oh, <laughs> oh, there we go. That's Look, awesome. I already got those. I already got those tickets. Right. John's it. already coming, so oh, we just need. Oh, I'm sorry. I only oh, have. Man. I only have two tickets. Like I have season tickets, tickets. So I'm sorry. I would give them both to just you and John, but no, I'm going to see my oh, team. Screw that. <laughs> you know what? Rock you guys. Everybody rock with JT is the one that doesn't go to the game. Right? Imagine. <laughs> He's like, hey, I got these Maverick tickets. All right. Swoop, swoop. They're like, oh, I guess I'm going to watch this shit, at this shit across the street. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Don't catch me at that Walmart that's across the street or the, the Target. But <laughs> but yeah, man. Watching it on the display TV. Basically. There you go. Meet up with them after. Like, Yo, you guys got ESPN on this? <laughs> See, that's the worst when you go to a bar and like they just don't have a game on. Mm. They get to ask. You, like, yeah, it, it, it'll always feel weird when you, like, when you hey, ask. Hey, can you put on the? Uh, like, oh my gosh! I I saw a tweet yesterday from some Boston media. Person. I don't know who they cover, right? 
but they were like, yeah, I'm at a Boston bar and they didn't have they didn't have the Red Sox, the Bruins, or the Celtics game on. That's what? Which I'm like, how are you a Boston, a Boston bar? bar? In a Boston bar. Didn't have any of those three games on. Tom Brady's a bitch. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we're ending the show. That's exactly yes. how. I'm from New York. Yeah. I'm walking here. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Fuck your clam chowder. Oh, boy. But all good things must come to an end. This is weird because I never, I never actually outro the show. This is a John thing. This is a John thing. I intro John outros. Yep. And um, I just uh, fill in the middle. Word yeah. to the cannoli of the Schwegadel. <laughs> oh, I look right at Matt. <laughs> He's like, yo, stop looking at me. Oh boy. Any last words, uh, Miles? Yo, man. Here for a good time and a long time. You heard? Yo, shout out to the boy Reddit Mavs pulling through, man. Really appreciate you coming out all the way from fucking you Dallas. Know, yeah. Like literally, that's that's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. And it's wild. Yeah, just like knowing people. <laughs> like, it's all it's good. Bullshit. And now you already know. Anytime you come into New York, bro, you good in the hood, my boy. Yep, sweet. Yeah. Arlen, Texas is a real place, right? What? Arlen, Texas. Arlington. Actually, so actually, Arlen is based off of Garland, where I'm from. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Interesting. So Arlen from Kingle Hill. Yeah, it's based off of Garland. Yeah, like, wow. There's little landmarks in that show where I'm like, oh fuck, I know exactly where that's at. Like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 Wow. But like towns like McMainerberry are not real, right? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Good. McMainer. I'll tell you, there's a, there's a town called McMainerberry in there, and it sounds hilarious. No, 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 it's not a real place. Oh boy. Okay. That, that's that's fine though, because King is of the Bobby Hill. Is, real? Bobby Hill. Yeah. There you go. He's Bobby Peggy. Hank. <laughs> yeah. Oh propane, boy. Propane. Boomhauer. If I could talk Boom. for a day like Boomhauer, I'd be happy as shit. <laughs> oh boy. But Reddit, Ruben, any 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 parting words? Uh, well, we can't go eighty-two and zero this year anymore. Oh, okay. Eighty-one and one, though. Yeah, that's fine. We can eighty-one and one. Do, but I'll, I'll, I'll be cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. All right. Well, there you have it. And uh, I'm JT. Tom Brady's a bitch. Tom Brady's a bitch. <laughs> Tom Brady's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs>